Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. What's up? Back up in your ass with the podcast Resurrection. I'm back. Kevin's back. I'm back. Ryan the Beard is not back. He's in Canada right now going to some shows. I wonder if he'll get back. They're not going to let him back in America with that beard. They're like, nope, you're a terrorist. Go back to your country, Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. Go back to your tree, man and tree. With your freedom fries. So yeah, we're back, and uh, it's been a cool couple weeks. I played a bunch of music with my band, which is why we were out last week, because Kevin was also gone in Dallas doing some pretty rad stuff. Yeah, it was just another week, man. Yeah, no, no big deal. Did a couple of things. No, sweet. Do you want the rundown? I mean, yeah, you were gone for well, almost a week, right? Four or five days? Yeah, I was gone for five days down in Dallas, Texas for an event known as WrestleMania. Uh, Migs from the B, uh, from the BJ and Migs mornings show here on KISW. He took me as his uh, producer. We went to sound bitch. Yeah, pretty much sound bitch. We went to um, Radio Row on Friday, and we got to interview a lot of wrestlers. We got to interview AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, The New Day, um, Sasha Banks, Bray Wyatt. It was very cool. Um, we did that at three a.m. So we we started. Um, doing interviews really, really early. Uh, and then we went to all the weekend's events. We went to fan festivals. We went to uh, WWE media dinner events. We went to fucking wrestling shows. We went to all kinds of indie shows. We saw about 23 hours of professional wrestling throughout the weekend. Wow. How was the actual WrestleMania? Oh, man. It was insane. It was... Well, first off, um, the AT&T Stadium is insane. It is gorgeous. And I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan, but Jerry Jones has created himself oh, yeah. a f***ing beautiful arena. And, uh, man, it's it's too bad his team sucks. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I like that. Sneak that in there. Yeah, f*** you, Cowboys. But uh, it was awesome, man. There were 101,000 people there. It was sold out. Jesus. And, uh, 101 max capacity? Yeah. 101,000 people. That's crazy. And it's more than a football game because we could actually get on the floor. Um, right, but, right. Uh, but it was it was a sight to be seen, man. They did it. They do it up huge. And it, it was cool because um, it was like wrestling town for a weekend. Like, there were so many people in town and, and everyone I met wasn't from Dallas. They were all people like from the UK. I met people from Japan. I met people from California. I met people from the East Coast. Everyone flew in just for this huge, huge. It, it was like um, it's like going know. to a music fest. Yeah, it's like super. It's like Super Bowl for wrestling fans. And the the event itself was fun. There were some letdowns, but you know, I mean, I don't know. You just gotta. You, you can't be too negative about it. You can't take it too seriously. It's all about fun and games. And at the end of the day, it's it's for the kids. You know, I understand. You know, kids like John Cena, so they're gonna bring out John Cena. It's not for thirty year old fucking uh, naysayers like me. So Some people would argue that. It's you know, I mean, <laughs> we have our, we have things to cheer for and stuff. But That's in the true. end, you know, it's it's the kids that that ha- have to come back to it and, and get excited. You know, so you know, it's like Hulk Hogan. You know, I probably wouldn't if he was around these days, and I was like a thirty year old when Hulk Hogan during his heyday. I probably would have thought he was a fucking jabroni. But like, who's know. this? F- 
Hulkin guy. But back in the day, I was a huge Hulkamaniac or Ultimate Warrior and whatnot. But um, yeah, I yeah, hear you. it was awesome, man. It was it was incredible experience. Um, and I, you can head on over to the MigsCast on KISW.com. You can listen to all of our interviews, and uh, you can you can hear us geek out when Sasha Banks walks up to us. Yeah, I can imagine. It's one of those, oh, oh. <sighs> I fell in oh love. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Yeah, that's- She a- touched my, my torso. Wow. You never washed that torso again. No, I, I wasn't anyways, so. <laughs> yeah, good. Just keep up the streak. Yeah. Yeah. I would like the analogy for you is like you're a heroin addict who just like dove headfirst into like a liquid pool of f***ing dope. And I came back and so we had these VIP like media passes the entire weekend. So it made us feel all f***ing cool because we could go and do yeah, whatever. We got the pass. And then I came back and I was like, man. Life time sucks. Time to go like f***ing day job. <laughs> this sucks. And I was like, man. I can see how people could get addicted to flying out to these things. At least you came back to good weather. Exactly, man. It's been fucking beautiful the last few days. Uh, so you played a show last weekend for... Yeah, uh, we played with Shook ones, but I didn't get to see because I had to come here. What What was the festival called? It was called Bleak Outlook. Yeah. It's a festival Skiffington does, I guess, every year. I think he skipped last year. I'm not sure. It's like a Tacoma-centric festival. But it was like three different days at three different venues each day. Cool. So it was like early show, then like a middle show, and then like a late show. So it was pretty cool. It's cool to see. Nobody was there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nobody was there for our set. Bummer. I mean, there were some people, because Brian at the last minute goes, uh, yeah, by the way, that show that you said you've been playing at 730 for the last two months, actually, it's at 530 now. It's I just like, it, it takes two things that's supposed to be super fun and just makes them super stressful, you yeah, know? That's whack. So... I don't know. It's good to do, though, because it's good to get the experience under my belt with a new band. Sure. You know what I mean? And it's fun. It is fun. It's just a lot of traveling for me. You know, it's like a, it's like a hundred mile round trip to get down there and back up to the, to the city. But it's fun, dude. Like, uh, if the way I'm going to spend my day is playing a show with some really good friends and then come back, coming back and hosting Metal Shop, like... If if you if you ever catch me complaining about that, just kind of just bitch slap the shit out of me. Okay. Noted. Cool. I give you permission. Sweet. Uh, so yeah, Ryan is up in Canada for Modified Ghost Festival, and they have all kinds of incredible bands. He, I think, Gorod was the was the uh, real catch there. He had to go up and see Gorod, his homies. But other bands like Cattle Decapitation, Job for a Cowboy, Dillinger Escape Plan, Suffocation, and uh, much like the festival you played in Tacoma, it is spread out through several venues. And uh, Seattle band He Who's Ox's Gourd is actually playing tonight. Um, it's with like a Power weird- Trip. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's like a weird South by Southwest or like a, a a version of like the fest where it's just at different spots in the city. But they're all super heavy, super awesome, brutal bands. So it's uh, very cool. Ryan was reporting in and he went way out of his way, like on his own time to set up a bunch of interviews with some really awesome bands. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he has for us next week. But he also said that he ran into a... Bit of a technical issue that we've all run into a couple times where... Corrupt files. Corrupt file, where you get like this awesome interview done, and then when you try and go listen to it, you're just like, What do you mean, Ian? That's never happened to us. Remember that entire Mayhem Fest show that we lost? Yeah, like, that was all pretty those bad. Bands, the that one was pretty that... bad, because we didn't turn the microphone on. <laughs> yeah, that was our fault. That was our fault. No, what, what it was is we had the microphone plugged into the wrong input. Yeah, on the like camera. in the headphones or something. Yeah. So we lost body count. Uh, that last disturbed interview before they like broke up. I don't. Who else do we have? Like some really good ones. There were some pretty Doesn't funny matter. ones. Doesn't matter. 
I think Corey Taylor was on that one. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Sorry, Jolene. I know you set all this up for us. But anyways. Uh, R.I.P. Mayhem Fest. R.I.P. Yes, exactly. What's going to replace it this summer? Warp Tour. I'm just kidding. Are we going to Warp Tour and doing I interviews? Kinda, I kind of want to go to Warp Tour this, like, completely out of se- completely separate note. I kind of do want to go this year. Go Mosh to fun. Good Charlotte? Yeah, dude. I want to break a kid's nose to Yellow Card. Wow. <laughs> now that's It's caught in a mosh. Uh, good times. Well- No, honestly, I don't know. There isn't any replacement this year, so it goes- I don't know. We'll see. Like, the rumor and what I hoped it would be would be, like, not fest. Yeah. Well, but- not so much. And it's kind of late. I mean, it's getting late. Doesn't if, look like we're going to have like a big metal festival this summer, so we'll have to make the best of the ones like uh, well th- that hit the clubs. If we are going to get it, it's going to be announced here probably in the next 30 days. You know something I don't know? No. All right. I'm just saying. All right, then. If it happens, it'll happen within that window. You I know mean, what's happening soon? Anthrax. Pain Iron Grass. Maiden. Yes. Monday, Monday. And Anthrax. Um, Iron Maiden's going to be awesome, dude. Have you seen any of the videos? <laughs> From, no, I haven't. Uh, the stage setup looks epic. Cool. But it's weird because Bruce Dickinson, like, used to, when he was younger, you know, and had long hair and stuff, used to dress up in, like, leather and, like, vests and stuff. Now he wears a beanie. He just wears, like, a beanie and a hoodie with the hood up. <laughs> he looks like a hip-hop uh, artist or something. I don't know. He's just chilling. It's like, it's not Bruce Dickinson, it's just Method Man. But they got a fucking epic stage setup, huh? What yeah. a surprise. Iron Maiden going all out, oh, as always. Yep, they had to buy a new plane. He has so much energy for for his age. Not not even just for his age, for anyone. He has so much fucking energy. Yeah. For, yeah, he's got more energy than I do. It's crazy. And he just beat cancer. So, good for him. All right. Uh, we haven't done a podcast for a few weeks, so let's cram in. Cram it! How do you cram all that gram? <laughs> uh, how do they get the cheese in a cheese it? I don't so. know. Let's, let's find uh, out. Let's talk about some new music to start it off. Aborted, our favorite Belgian grindcore band who likes to talk endless amounts of shit to the crowd, which I love. They have a new song called Divine Impediment. Uh, Century Media is putting out their new record called Retro Gore. It doesn't say right here when it's coming out, but I'm sure it's coming out here in the spring. This is a little piece of that. Check it out. An abnormally long song for this band. guys sound like a, one of the bands that tunes to like drop Z super low so new aborted right there the brown note hello tortured world are you ready for another serving of unbridled unyielding death metal uh yeah well there you go 
is speaking of heavy, Hatebreed is coming out with a new record. And whenever Hatebreed comes out with something new, we rejoice here on Metal Shop. They have a new record called The Concrete Confessional, due out May 13th on their new label, Nuclear Blast. So it's cool that they're they're moving on, moving forward, and uh, putting out a record on a really sweet metal label. They have a new lyric video and a song that they posted this week called AD. It's uh, apparently about voicing frustration about the loss of opportunities available to the average guy. All right, Jamie. Sounded a little suicidal. So there you go. Uh, did you say Jamie Justice sent this to you? In a, he tweeted it at me, bruh. Well, that's cool. He was like, hey, Seattle guy, play my song. And I said, can I play this? And he said, no. No, he did. He said it was cool. He's. He was like, yeah, dude, just just, just play for you and Ian, though. Nobody can hear it. No. Uh, I still don't get what's going on with baby metal. They are cute. I knew you'd say that. Uh, they're making. Their I don't know how old they are though, so I don't know if I'm supposed uh, to say that. That's a good point. Uh, they're going to be on TV coming up on the Stephen Colbert show. It's their first U.S. television appearance ever. Yes. Uh, it's going to be of the song, or I guess they just did last night. Uh, Give me chocolate. <laughs> Give me chocolate. Can we hear it? Uh, yeah. They're playing in Showbox Soda. But I'm pretty excited about it. Wait, hold on. Let's start I'm not on. sure what I'm about to see. <laughs> but I'm pretty excited about it. Here to perform Gimme Chocolate, please welcome Baby Metal. <laughs> so it's three Asian kids or girls. I don't know if they're kids. I think they're girls. They are girls. Well, they are girls. Yes. Wow. So it's a metal band actually playing, and they have the girls that are like choreographed dancing in the front. Are they actually singing? Or yeah. is it just like lip syncing? No, it's them singing. Because it's not lining up. Okay, well maybe they're maybe lip syncing. Maybe it's just the video. Maybe it's the video. They rock. <laughs> it's, I'm like mesmerized yeah, by it's, this. It's kind of incredible. I think this is like a seriously like a ploy to hypnotize people. This is the future.
future so, brother. Yeah. They're playing at Showbox Soto, uh, so I'll be there, along with all the other creepy dudes. We should get Metal Shop to present that. Metal Shop presents Baby Metal. Just to be on it. I'd be into it. Uh, Trap Them hasn't been on my radar for a while, uh, but they've got a new record coming out, I guess. They just... Uh, Decibel Magazine just named them most anticipated album of 2016. Oh, snaps. So that should be cool. Going to be working with Kurt Blue, obviously, of Converge and many other bands. So we'll be seeing what's up with that. New Trap Them. We talked a little bit about stealing Axians, calling it a day, quitting, you know... Quitting. Taking their yeah. seven-string guitars and calling it a day. But uh, apparently they've posted on Facebook about the band's feature and releasing new material. Phil Wilmarth has issued this statement. He said, okay, guys, I'll be 100% honest. Not being in a group isn't as glamorous as we anticipated. No, it sucks. Wait. They anticipated it to be glamorous? Yeah. Okay, for me, personally, I feel like I have lost a part of my identity. I can't promise anything long-term, but I will tell you this. We are getting back together. We are getting together soon to discuss us a future and particularly the music that we recorded we are sitting on among the others already written. Nothing is guaranteed, but I know we want to release this EP. We'll keep everyone updated. That's not... That's for not... Thanks for not giving up on us. Uh, their last release was in 2014 called Aeons, and it was self-released. It was good, too. So hopefully we'll see more stuff from Stealing Axiom. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Death Angel has a new record coming out, and I like what I'm hearing from it so far. Uh, the record's called The Evil Divide, May 27th, Nuclear Blast. This one's called Cause for Alarm. Uh, check it out. like Death Angel, man. I thought they were super underrated thrash bands. They are awesome, dude. And they kill it live. I almost got kicked out of El Corazon once for stage diving too much. Man, you're such a dick. Yeah, that's when they, it was like they were like, you should be glad you're friends with security. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jim Brewer is uh, that guy that always looks super baked. He was in Half Baked and he's a comedian. He was a host on a serious uh, FM comedy show and as of recently he has been talking a lot about metal listen to him on the jimmy josta podcast and he he's releasing an album with a band called jim brewer and the loud and rowdy with a s album called songs from the garage i believe it's on metal blade yeah it's on metal blade coming out may 27th and it includes guest spots from brian johnson from acdc uh and producer guitarist rob caggiano from anthrax and volbeat um it is a 11 song album and we'll hear a little bit of it uh, right now. It's like half him telling jokes and stories and then half singing. It's weird, but it's cool. Check it out. All right, so I guess one phrase. A maniac. Right. I grew up with a love for death. He's got no job. His wife left him to be with his boss. Oh. <laughs> it's funny, though. We bust his job. He's got nothing to do all day. So he starts drinking at like 2 o'clock. He's one of those guys, right? He's blasting Slayer, pissing off all his neighbors. You know? So he calls me. I was like, dude, we gotta hang out. Fine. We're all gonna meet at my house, me and the buddies. You ready for this? He stumbles out of a taxi. He's wearing shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. Dude, it's 30 degrees out. 
Nice. Get me stuck in my head, dude. Tonight. Tonight. I want to see this live. Gonna be a dick tonight. May 27th on Metal Blade Records. I'll be getting that. It's going to be cool. Uh, I love Jim Brewer, man. I always have loved Jim Brewer. One of my favorites. Goat Boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta love me some Goat Boy. Wait, what? That sounded weird. Speaking of which, uh, there's a new band that I just put this on the list because you need to be aware of this band. I It strikes me as Ryan the Beard would probably be like, oh, yeah, I love that band. Dude, I have like all their albums in a t-shirt. Come on. Where have you been? There's a band from Finland called Beast. What was that? Beast. Ah, yes. Uh, they got a new record called Groovy Massacre on patholo- Pathologically Explicit Recordings. Uh, the song is called Anal Conda. Anal Conda. Here's some Beast. With their music video. They're like walking into their practice space. There's like a little old lady sweeping the floor. Get out of here, lady. Walking in. Here we go. Heavy. We should steal that and use it as a bed. So if you haven't picked up Groovy Massacre by Gumbeast, you should probably go get that. Beast. Cool. Anyway, now you're aware we've done our good deed for the week. So are you a fan of uh, of playthrough videos? Uh, Yeah, actually I am, but only when it's by like the band. Okay. So you, do you watch them to kind of try and get an idea of like how to play it, or do you just like watching them do their thing? The only ones I've ever really actually looked up intentionally, and was actually recently, is the old like there's a series of old In Flames guitar playthroughs that it's uh, both of the original guitar players, and they just sit there and they, they do like a couple riffs at a time. They don't ever do like the whole song. I also have recently seen that Darkest Hour has been putting up uh, guitar playthroughs of their entire records. Oh, wow. So it's like 43 minutes of you sitting with like the guitar player of Darkest Hour and him playing the record like right in front of you. I think it's kind of cool. I don't know. It's kind of a, an homage to all of the people that listen to their bands that want to be like them or like that sound or whatever. Definitely. I learned how to play guitar by playing other people's songs. So What were the songs? What bands? Did you learn on oh, baby metal, quiet right? No, yeah, I don't know. I don't, everything all over the place. Metallica, from Metallica to like Thrice to uh, I don't know Slayer to Anthrax. I a figured lot of it would have been something easy like Green Day or something. There was, I mean, started with like yeah, Green Day, MXPX. But I also like I found Green Day and, and MXPX at the same time that I got into Ride the Lightning. Nice. So it was a little bit of both, you know. But 
I think the reason you're asking me is yeah. because Killswitch Engage just did. Yeah, they have One. a Strength of the Mind playthrough for their new album, um, Incarnate. It's uh, actually debuted number six on the Billboard 200, so wow. Killswitch killing it. Hi, folks. My name's Adam. And they're funny and I'm guys. Joel. We're in a band called Killswitch Engage. And we're going to play for you one of our new songs called Strength of the Mind. Hope you don't mind it. I just want to see it. This is obviously bad radio because you can't see it, but I'm watching it right now. Anyway, yeah, it's cool, and it switches back and forth between like who's playing what part, and it actually makes it look super easy. <laughs> so it's like, easy for those oh, guys. I can do it. I can do that. Uh, one band that I don't think would ever do a guitar playthrough video is a band called Gore Guts. Nope. And if you did, it'd be weird because their new record is like th- I don't know. If, it's only three songs. It's three passages, and they're all very long and they're all very doomy. So, uh, yeah, Luke LeMay has got a new uh, Gorguts record coming out here soon. It's going to be called Play- Pleiades Dust EP. Interesting. Um, yeah, it just sounds super doomy and slow. So check out the new Gorguts. We also have a tour announcement this week. Hooray! Yeah! Only one, aside for, from the KISS tour that was announced that isn't even coming to Seattle. <laughs> Plus, we'll be talking about Gene Simmons and, and, our, stank ass. and our love for Gene later on in the podcast. Omnium Gatherum is going to be playing with Sonata Arctica and Leaves Eyes November 29th at Seattle, Washington. It's going to be very melodic and very fun. So Omnium Gatherum is an awesome melodic death metal band. And of course Sonata Arctica is that cheesy power metal that we all know and love. Feels weird to like be announcing shows that are almost at the end of 2016 already. That's how power metal bands always they always book shows like in f- next year. Well, bands like this have to do that because they have to like get a visa in order and everything. So, I get it. Uh, did you see that? We talked about that last Behemoth video that they shot and released. That was just like super fucking creepy. Like yeah, they're always creepy. The man. girl walking around with big eyes. It's like a ma- major motion picture. Like. It's weird. Uh, can you grab the link to this actually and put it up on the Metal Shop page right now while we're thinking about it right here? Sure. Just post it up so people can see it because it just came out this week. Let me skip ahead here. Oh yeah, this is weird, man. Super weird. It's like a, a traveler going through the desert being like captured by a m- magical beings. And now they're all dancing around a big bonfire. So, yeah. It's very behemoth. It's very weird. It's very artsy. So, good for them. Check that out. Uh, I posted. Got it. Got it. Dark Angel. If you don't know that band, an old school death metal band uh, featuring Gene Hoagland, now famous for being in so many bands. They got a 35th anniversary coming up, and they're going to be doing it uh, in Vancouver. That's sick. That's cool. We should go to that. Uh, tickets go on sale. It went on sale yesterday. It's going to be October eighth in Vancouver. They're gonna they're gonna be playing Darkness Descends in its entirety. Nice. 
Uh, it was 40 years ago this week that Sad Wings of Destiny uh, by Judas Priest was released. In 1976, Damn. they released it. And, uh, you know, the as it says in this article I'm reading on crypticrock.com, it was saying how the heavy metal scene was being taken over by punk rock. So they released, Judas Priest released Sad Wings of Destiny, and it, uh, you know, it, it didn't receive... Apparently the the recognition it deserved like right from the from the start, but looking back, it is a classic, and we want to pay tribute to that. So yeah, they were just on their way to like becoming that powerhouse of metal that we know. That was only their second record. Damn, forty years ago, man. It's going back to the Protozoic era of metal almost. Uh, speaking of which, the new Metallica album is almost done. They say, which I think they've been saying for like a year at least. Uh, the last record was uh, Pretty much. Death Magnetic in 2008. He says it may come out any century now, actually. He says, where there's life, there's hope. That's Mr. Lars Ulrich. He'd say, I'd say it's mostly all done. There are there are all these other responsibilities that have to be taken care of. <laughs> okay. Life in Metallica these days is not only about making a record, it's about these things. And we played a show at AT&T Park, and he does this, I do this. We all have these sorts of different things that we turn to, but the record gets worked on when there's, where there's absolutely nothing else going on. I, I don't even know. Does, did that even make any sense? So it's their last priority. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, where there's life, there's hope. <laughs> uh, we got, we got, <laughs> dude, we got other to do, guys. Uh, the record gets worked on where there's absolutely nothing else to do. <laughs> quote, direct quote from Lars Ulrich. That's awesome. That's He's what they like, should have titled like, the record. When I ain't got my article. TV shows to watch, we're like, yeah, I guess we'll do a record. Uh, work on it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, <laughs> fossils, Gene Simmons gets called out by NWA during Rock and Roll Hall Good. of Fame induction speech, which is awesome. Gene, you old bitch. So um, during NWA's induction to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2016, MC Wren addressed Gene Simmons' comments. Um, because Gene Simmons in an interview said he was looking forward to the death of rap. Um, this is That's what MC impression. Wren said. I want to say to Mr. Gene Simmons that hip hop is here forever. Um, we're supposed to be here. Hell yeah. The question is, are we rock and roll? Ice Cube asked the crowd. And I say, you goddamn right we rock and roll. Rock and roll is not an instrument. It's not even a style of music. It's a spirit that's been going on since the blues, jazz, bebop, soul, rock and roll, R&B, heavy metal, punk rock, and yes, hip hop. Rock and roll is not conforming to the people who came before you, but creating your own path in music and life. That is rock and roll, and that is us. Yeah, so the direct quote from Gene uh, during the 40th anniversary of Destroyer, that he was doing a, a circuit of press. He says, rap will die. Next year, 10 years from now, at some point, and then something else will come along, and all that is good and healthy. I'm looking forward to the death of rap. I'm looking forward to music coming back to lyrics and melody instead of just talking. A song, as far as I'm concerned, is by definition lyric and melody, or just melody. Or wearing makeup. You haven't done anything relevant in almost 30 years. Kiss is a gimmick. Uh, somebody's listening to this going, man, f*** you, Kiss, Kiss is, is awesome. Cool. Kiss is cool, but f***ing Gene Simmons sucks. It's, I think the analogy you made recently was spot on. He's like, someone's drunk, cranky grandpa that you're just like, okay, grandpa, go back and sit in your chair. It's like when grandpa shut says up. some racist shit, you're like, shut the f*** up, grandpa. <laughs> no more juice boxes for you, you old coot. Gene Simmons, like, you're really, really pressing these Kiss fans to, like, care about you anymore. Yeah, just stop. Like, just what? Shut up. Are you trying to be relevant or are you just being a f- 
fucking ass, or both, and because you're, you're failing at all of it, whatever it is. So I'm trying to pull this article up. Here it is. Uh, Castle's down in Vegas right now yep. to go see the Guns N' Roses had their official, um, first official reunion show. That wasn't the secret show at the Troubadour in L.A. Yeah, it's a big stadium. So it's been cool to see the videos and stuff coming out of there. It looks like they, it sounds like they never even skipped a beat from what I've seen. But I wanted to bring this up because this is like some real life Harold and Kumar Great Rock City. Yeah. Harold and Kumar mixed with drugs. And I don't, that's weird because this is like an Indian guy and some white guy. <laughs> the Indian guy looks fucking scared as <laughs> Eyes are so close together. It's terrifying. So, uh, two Guns N' Roses fans on their way to see the band perform in Vegas face drug charges after being busted with meth, marijuana, prescription pills, and LSD. These guys are about to have a good time. So, a sheriff's deputy spotted their vehicle in Minnesota just before 2 a.m. when the deputy approached the vehicle. It smelled like marijuana, authorities say. Uh, inside were two men who said they were on their way to Nevada from Wisconsin. Got bopped in Minnesota. I feel like we keep having this conversation, especially with Walter from Rotting Out having to deal with the exact same thing. Damn. The deputy conducted a search through the vehicle and found a small amount of meth, 20 grams of marijuana, at least 50 prescription pills, and some LSD. Both these guys, 24 years old, each faces a felony drug charge. Stop driving drugs through the Midwest. Ain't gonna work, dude. Never gonna work for you. Damn. And uh, so, yeah, apparently they didn't get to see Guns N' Roses. Uh, I'm sure they have, like, some fucking GoFundMe or something. Uh, so, yes, people. speaking of people on drugs, um, Nicolas drugs. Cage and Vince Neil got in a fight in Las Vegas. Apparently, Nicolas <laughs> yeah. Cage is, like, the most popular dude in Vegas. Everyone loves him there. Vince Neil, he fucking has his own, like, hotel there and stuff. So has his own bar and a battle grill. of like the old whack ass egos. But the thing is, is they were hanging out and someone went to go get like a picture with Nicolas Cage and bug him. And Vince Neil was like F that. And he grabbed this woman's hair and like drugged her to the ground. What? And so Nicolas Cage started beating up Vince Neil and telling him to stop and calm down and like cut that off. And they ended up like, you know, like broing down and like hugging and like calling it a okay or Mally whatever. But and Vince Neil was drunk. And he just decided to attack a woman, and so Nicolas Cage <laughs> beats him up. It's on TMZ. You can Back check in 2011, out. he served 10 days of a 15-day DUI sentence in connection with a June 2010 incident where he was speeding and weaving between lanes. Uh, he also smashed his car into another vehicle back in the 80s, killing the drummer of Hanoi Rocks, in case you forgot about that incident, back in the 80s when Motley Crue was like on the top of the world. Good dude. Yeah, so he has been charged with vehicular manslaughter in the past. Performed, gave him two point six million dollars in restitution. Dude, Vince Neil sucks. Let's see, is there any good audio on this? Dude, Vince Neil is hammered. Wow, and so is Nick Cage. They're both hammered. And you can see Vince Neil just like uh, just stumbling around. And Nick Cage just like grabs him by the face. And it's like, stop! stop. You're an yeah. idiot. <laughs> Dumbass. So, good job, Vince Neil. And thanks for saving the day there, guy. 
So I wanted to play the audio from this new Kvaler Tax song, but I don't like it. Really? I don't like it. Can we hear a few seconds of it? Yeah. So, I mean, the video is really awesome, and it's super epic. So let me just skip in here. It's like this whole thing. I mean, you can tell it's them. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just from my initial... Wow. I mean, the, the song is called 1985. Yeah, it sounds very throwback, but with like kind of a black metal feel to it. Yeah, it's like very... They're just embracing like their rock, rock side. It's like Thin Lizzy mixed with black metal. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. Kind of reminds me of the band F***ed Up, too. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. It's like I'm going to have to give it a couple of chances, I guess. You'll end up loving it and getting addicted to it. Maybe. Next week, you're going to be like, 20 favorite album. Here's the thing, though. Like, I just... I'm going to skip in. It's six minutes of the same riff the whole time. I yeah. just skipped in, like, four times. So, yeah, I'm good on that, really. Well, we got another Hell Yeah record. Uh, it's called <laughs> Undeniable with an exclamation God, mark as an stop. I. And it's coming out in June. Stop it, guys. It's going to be coming out with their fifth album uh, via 11.7 Music. Really? Number five already? Yeah. Um, I thought they were on like number three or four. So, yeah, they have a new single out. I don't really <laughs> want to play it. Um, it's new Hell Yeah oh, Music. Oh, we're playing it. Where is uh, it? We're playing it. Where is it? I don't think it's on here. We're not playing. Okay, it. we're not gonna play it. No. Oh, they get yeah. They <laughs> see. Here's how in touch with this band we are. They gave their first taste of undeniable six weeks ago <laughs> with their single "Human." Didn't even know. Uh, one thing I did notice, and like your beer is fucking <laughs> blowing up, dude. I just noticed that I didn't even see it. I could hear it. You can hear it. Uh, I follow Vinny Paul. This one's for you, Vinny. I follow Vinny Paul on Instagram. Uh oh. And uh, remember when we did that interview with him and we couldn't put the video up because he his Just For Men beard dye was dripping down his chin and of down course. his neck? Of course. And it was one of those like, man, we shouldn't do this out of respect. Uh, so I went to his Instagram page. His fucking beard, his like tiger beard like that, is literally painted on. Really? Go look at it. Go. It's like he's like taking selfies. And I'm just like, if he doesn't give a f we should have just put that thing up. <laughs> should have just put that thing up a long time ago because it's at the point where it's like, dude, you're not even trying to hide it anymore. It's bad. It's like when you see a girl that has like some fucking jacked up ass eyebrows or something and you just like can't look away from it. You're just like, you know, one of those things you don't notice until it's so fucked. Oh, Sorry. yeah. It looks pretty cheesy. Sorry, Vinny. It's hey, bad. what's up? So, yeah, I'm sorry. Added him to the list of people that's probably going to kick my ass if we ever see him again. Because you'd know he's totally listening to this podcast right now. Tiger beard. Uh, Rammstein is suing Germany. Yes. What's that about? So, apparently, what Germany has, like, a list of 
like banned music, which I think is weird knowing Germany's history with anything like that. Yeah, very strange. So they what they did is they what Germany quote indexed their 2009 record. Uh, There's enough love for everyone. Basically, they're tasked. There's like a department in Germany that's uh, tasked with identifying all types of media, uh, video games, movies, music, websites, anything that's considered to be harmful to young people, and placing it on a list known as the quote index, saying that distributors of that medium are then no longer permitted to sell, rent out, present it in public, or broadcast it. Advertising is also forbidden, with violations punishable. Under German law. So they made the list seven years ago when one of the songs, which in English translates to I'll Hurt You, as well as a picture in their album uh, showing a seated man about to hit a naked woman, that it promoted unsafe sex and portrayed sexuality and power in a sadomasochistic manner. So Germany, they're suing Germany. Uh, They say their claim is that they had to destroy or store nearly 85 thousand copies of the album and now they're trying to recover the damages of 66,000 euros is about $75,000 so Rammstein's taking their court to their case to court in the summertime Jesus this is crazy dude like you have to sue the country also why is Germany like isn't Germany the place where like the most fucking weird shit comes out of is that why because the argument is that like so much weird shit comes out of Japan because they're like so repressed and so they snap back in super weird ways. Is that why Germany is so fucking weird? I guess so. Rammstein not having it with the with the fucking German government. I think I just had a mental breakthrough. Like I get Germany now. I get it. Uh, I, I kind of understand more. So I was scrolling through Vinnie Paul's Instagram there. Oh, you were looking at it just now. It sucks. His Instagram sucks. Yeah. And everything is bad. <laughs> it's rough. He everything he le- have puts a caption for ends with shots tonight uh, before the Volbeat show. Hell yeah! <laughs> everything has a hell yeah all in capital all in uh, capital letters at the end. So hell yeah! Here's a picture of my babe. Hell yeah! Wow. Blackhawks. Hell yeah! Wow. Uh, <sighs> hockey. Hell yeah! Sports. Hell yeah. All right. Iron Maiden drummer uh, Nico McBrain says that Bruce Dickinson beating cancer helped him get sober. Nice. Apparently he'd just been drinking a whole lot. Probably drinking that good stuff, too, that Iron Maiden stuff. He said that once he saw Bruce uh, beat cancer, it made him, quote, realize how stupid I was being. He said uh, when when he, Bruce, got the all clear, uh, he looked at him and said, here's my mate. He's been through hell beating cancer and none of it was his fault. And there I was putting myself through hell too, except I was doing it to myself with drink. So I knew I had to stop. Uh, I took a lot of inspiration from Bruce and made me realize how stupid I was being. Being a dumbass. He says uh, he, he saw some footage of an old interview he did when he was inebriated. I'd probably been drinking for about four days straight. My eyes were red and bloodshot. I was slurring words and not making any sense. I don't remember doing the interview at all. I realized that's not a good situation to be in, so I haven't had a drink in a while now. I'm not saying I'll never have another, but something had to change. Nico McBrain finally using his McBrain. McBrain. Rob Halford says that new Judas Priest album will arrive in early 2017. He did an interview on a certain radio show I will not mention, and uh, he said that it's going to be coming out in 2017. New Priest coming out. Uh, We've been... 
absent from podcasting for the last few weeks, but we talked a little bit out on air last week about how ACDC kind of gave Brian Johnson the boot because Brian Johnson's doctor basically told him, hey, you need to stop doing this live or you're going to go deaf. You're going to be deaf, brother. And Brian Johnson was like, I don't give a shit. Like, I want to keep going. And ACDC was just like, nope, you're done. So Anthrax, uh, Scott Ian just recently did an interview saying that ACDC should, quote, just stop if Brian Johnson is unable to continue singing for the band. And, of course, about a week and a half ago, we saw uh, some some photos arise of Axl Rose leaving the same recording studio with ACDC. Oh, my God. Saying that they might be rehearsing together, which may or may not be the case, as maybe he was just getting ready to go out on this Guns N' Roses tour. Who knows? So he says that without Brian at this point, I think they should just stop. Why? Why? You're ACDC. I don't think they need the money. It would be pretty hard to imagine they they are still out there working because they need money. But who am I to say? It's just my opinion. But I wish if Brian is done, then I wish the band would stop. And didn't they just, uh, didn't one of the young brothers... Just have to quit because he had a f***ing mental breakdown. So they're like losing their people all over the place. Just sad to see. Sad to see. Sad but true. Now on Metal Shop, it's time to kind of bring things to a more artistic and, uh, (laughs) I don't know, insane level in a way, but also just emotionally high point of the show. Right now on Brutal Poetry, Too Hot for Radio, Ian will be reciting lyrics from a passage by a band called Goratory off the album Orgasm-Induced Diarrhea, a classic from 2002 in the brutal death metal genre. The song is called Golden Shower Gladiators. (laughs) Ian, take it away. (laughs) Can't even get going. It started out as a romantic evening with my 300-pound Aunt Phyllis. We had a bucket of ice and the finest champagne. On this fat bitch's body, my fluids are soon to rain. The thought of running water turned me into a madman as I pulled down my pants and on her face. She sat there quite clueless, eating her steak. Psychotic impulses out through my A full bladder has once again drove me to insanity. It dripped down her neck to her jiggly fat The fat bitch is lucky. I don't have Goratory here (laughs) on Brutal Poetry. Too hot for radio. Sorry, Aunt Phyllis. You're going to hell. Right now we're going to play our interview (laughs) with a few songs from Devils of Luden. Awesome new music here on Metal Shop. So... Let's end with some awesome local music. Keep in mind that the Metal Shop local episode is coming up on the 23rd, so listen up for that. And thank you for listening to Brutal Poetry. Thank you for listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. You're going to f***ing hell, Ian. I hope so. See you there. I'm going to heaven. (laughs) What's up? Uh, Metal Shop here with the Devils of Luden in the Metal Shop studios. Welcome back, gentlemen. How's it going? What's up? Excellent. Thank you for coming back in. And Thank you for uh, us. congratulations on the new EP, Enduring Creation. Thank you. Just came out this Friday. Before we get started, let's just go around the room. Uh, say your name and what you do for the record. I'm Billy. I play drums. Uh, I am LJ and I play bass. Scott and I play guitar. 
And the rest of your dudes, or Vance is up in Canada where Ryan the Beard is, our intern, intern or whatever you want to call him, at the, what's the name of the fest? The Modified Ghost. Modified right. Ghost up in Vancouver. Yeah. And then your other dudes are throwing a party listening right now. That's right. They're throwing like, all major. right, we're the celebs of the band. You guys got to go do the press work. That's definitely <laughs> it right there. Well, we're glad you're You here. guys are the workhorses. Right on. Well, uh, your new EP, Enduring Creation, it was released yesterday on Friday. Uh, how long did it take for you guys to get this EP from like concept to create? And now the like physical form in our hands right now that I'm looking at right now probably too long But <laughs> I think we started pretty much working on it right when we got back from touring from our first EP last year. So July July 2015 so about a year, then, almost almost a year. Yeah, that's actually not that bad Some bands take like four years to put out a record and you're just like hey Wrap it up B. It's true. It's true, but we kind of have the benefit of us three here right now all know a little bit about recording and so we did it all ourselves and it started with billy recording drums at studio seven was the first thing we did and that was in the middle of summer oh yeah nice and hot in studio seven yeah i know that's great be like all right man enjoy your 12 hours of tracking see ya (laughs) pretty much he did it all himself nice well done man you're still alive yeah it Uh, sounds good dude (laughs) lj how long have you been in uh devils of luden now uh since September. September. I, I can't count months backwards. That's know. not very long. It's just a couple months, right? Nah, he's a newbie. Yeah, it's yep. a good. What, what do you guys? Months? What do you guys think of LJ? He's is, all he, right. is he up to snuff? <laughs> is he cutting oh, yeah. it? He's okay. They're like, oh yeah. They're also really good liars. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, either that or he's got you like under mind control and he's going to beat the crap out of you later. Nah, LJ's, LJ's been busting ass. He's been good. Uh, the show's have been awesome. He, he knows how to rock out and he goes way crazy on stage and he's oh, rocking know. a fretless bass now. We so. do know he's a maniac. He is a maniac, absolutely. Do you, LJ, do you still have the uh, entire body torso dragon tattoo? Do we he's have to bring this up every time? Are we going to talk about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> crap. We got to bring it up every time. No so, comment, no comment. Tell us the story of, again about how you got this tattoo when you were <laughs> 17, 17 and you did it yourself i did yes so uh i got a job and i was like you know what i want a tattoo and then i found out how expensive they are so i was like well i'll just buy a tattoo kit on ebay and do it myself <laughs> god <laughs> every tattoo artist is just going oh <laughs> miami ink was pretty hot back then oh, god. oh yeah there you and go and so you made this huge dragon tattoo it looks super bootleg and it was super <laughs> uh stone cold uh, not sober. Sober. So, yeah, I so can imagine. Like, did you do it to yourself? Yes, I did. Wow. Impressive. And that uh, hurt more or less? You kind of had to live that down, so now you're getting it covered up? Yes, I'm getting it covered up by a really great tattoo artist. Uh, his oh. name is Mitch Horn in Federal Way. With a bitter, bigger dragon? Uh, so we kind of, I kind of realized that there's literally nothing you can cover it up with. That's, <laughs> that could be like, you know, covering your body and still be badass like that. So I just got a bunch of gross shit, like broken bones and like maggots and stuff crawling over it. Wow. Metal stuff. Yeah, you know. That very, sounds awesome. Very, very metal. Uh, well, I'm glad to see that you guys are still at it. Let's play a song off of the, the new EP, Enduring Creation. Uh, let's play Cast the Stone, come back and talk about how you guys made the video for it. Here's Cast the Stone by Devils of Luden on Metal Shop.
It's Metal Shop here on 99.9 KISW. This is the Devils of Luden in studio hanging out with us. Uh, we just played Cast a Stone. Of course, there's the signature like Devils of Luden melody throughout these songs on this EP, but we can't help but notice there's a little bit more of a brutal kind of death metal tinge to it. Is this something you guys were like aiming for, or did it just come out that way? I think selecting these songs for the EP, we did pick out the heavier ones. We wanted this EP to be a little faster and a little more serious and darker than our last one. Vance's vocals definitely kind of put that emphasis down when we tracked them. Yeah, it's uh, gnarly. He, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, hearing him do that. We actually recorded it upstairs in my house. And uh, <laughs> did the neighbors get into it too? Or? Oh man, I <laughs> I doubt it. But yeah, as long as the cops don't show up. You exactly. Know you're good. So the video for the song has was cool. I've never seen anything like this. So you guys shot this over the course of five shows, six shows, six different shows that you guys did live, right? Yeah. Roughly, and each yeah. Uh, at each one of the shows, you guys had a GoPro strapped to either like their mic stand or your drum set or your guitar. Right. We only had one GoPro, so to make it work, right. <laughs> we pretty much had to pick someone each show and be like, "All right, this is your time to shine. Play it right. Yeah, and, don't, uh, don't mess it up. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> strap it on. Yeah, strap that baby on. <laughs> you know, there's always one guy in the band. Like, who would have been most likely to break it? Ah, that's probably me. Probably yeah. Billy. Yeah, probably, yeah. I, I, just I, I, smash I totally it with a stick. I might just like hit it with a drumstick or something. Yeah, or, it'd be good footage yeah. though. Just watch the thing get taken out. But uh, but it turned out awesome. And uh, thank you. Let's make that go viral. Damn. All right, Hell cool. Yeah. So we do it. Was that just like a necessity of like we don't have five GoPros? Pretty much. I mean, it would have been cool to do it all in one show, but I think actually it worked for the better because having six different shows, you kind of have different lighting, different venues, different crowds, and in the end, it it just looked really cool. I think. Now, obviously, you guys are going to be uh, supporting the new EP, Enduring Creation. Tell us about uh, the tour you guys are going to be going on here in the next few weeks, and uh, do you guys have a tour kickoff show that we should direct people towards? We're gonna have a homecoming show from okay. the tour right on so and that's actually on the 29th at the kraken yep. the 29th so. of april yes okay this month yeah uh but before you head out on tour you're gonna be playing olympia is that correct that's right uh, what can we expect from this new revamped revised just like ready to tour machine <laughs> devils of Luden? what can we expect lots of profanity okay <laughs> okay so keep the kids at home Gotcha. Yeah. We're the tightest we've ever been. This is the best lineup the band's ever had. I mean, Billy is a solid drummer. LJ slaying the bass. You know, we're going to play some new songs. We're probably play the whole EP, play a few songs off the old EP, and a few that aren't on any recording yet. Ooh. So you got to just, you got to get lucky, man. You got to run into the right people. You got to be at the right venues, play with the right bands. We're hoping so. You never yeah. know what could happen, man. That's, That's awesome. That's true. Four shows in California. We're doing Oregon, doing Idaho, New Utah. Mexico, Nothing happens in Idaho. I know, right? But it should be fun. It's Getting get signed in Idaho. Yeah, it's good Montana. To get out there. We're playing Montana. Okay. Yeah. Uh, dude, I've ran into some weird white power cats out in that area. <laughs> be careful out there. It's weird. Billy, you might fit in. They'd be like, hey, yeah. what's up, brother? <laughs> Yikes. I played in Montana before. It was pretty tame. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you guys have, have good luck out on the road, and it's Thank always uh, good to see a, a band from the Northwest. Uh, spreading the disease, so to sure. speak, through the rest of the country. Let's play another song here. Uh, do you guys want to do Thrown to the Void or Until the Night Ends? Let's do Thrown to the Void. Cool. Here's Thrown to the Void by the Devils of Ludin here on Metal Shop.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.